Hey, before we get into today's show, I want to let you know that I just launched a free masterclass on my most efficient workout program ever. This training program involves four 12-minute workouts per week, and there's no gym or expensive equipment needed. The number one reason people don't exercise consistently is that they don't have enough time. And the second reason is because they don't particularly enjoy exercise. And the thought of an hour-long, grueling session in the gym is just very deterring. I don't blame them. So this free exercise masterclass solves for these exact problems and delivers great results in less than 50 minutes per week of exercise. Not per day, not per workout, 50 minutes per week. I've seen incredible results from my patients and students and members of my community doing this style of training. So as a thank you to my listeners, I'm giving this masterclass away completely free. An in-depth masterclass presentation teaching you exactly how to do the workout, why they work, the workout program itself with the exercises, the reps, the rep counts, the sets, all that sort of stuff, a home equipment guide and all sorts of other goodies. Zero strings attached. This is my gift to you. So if you've been waiting for a sign to get back in shape, and get consistent with your workouts, well, here it is. You can find the link to access the free masterclass in the show notes below this podcast episode. I'm really looking forward to hearing your feedback and seeing your incredible success story after you implement this program into your life. Now on to today's show. Hey folks, welcome back to the show. This is your host, Ryan Kennedy, and today's episode is all about the most potent and effective strategies to naturally boost testosterone. Now, while men are going to benefit from this information the most, female listeners out there, I highly encourage you to still check out this information because, because one, testosterone is an important sex hormone for females as well and plays a you know really critical role in sex drive and a number of other processes. And with any hormones, it's not like you want it off the charts high because that leads to other issues. You want it in, in a good range, in a good balance. And when it comes to guys, increasing testosterone has a multitude of benefits. I'm going to cover that probably in a separate episode because there's a lot to dive into, but just surface level, people understand more testosterone, especially for men equals better sex drive, better sexual performance, increased muscle mass, easier time losing, losing weight and just maintaining a good body composition. But it goes beyond just the physical body. You know, people think testosterone, they think bodybuilding, they think muscle and hypertrophy. And that's definitely the case. But it also has a lot to do with your drive, your zest for life, your energy, your mental clarity, your motivation. All of these things are critically impacted by your testosterone. And just ask anyone who's gone on TRT, which is testosterone replacement therapy, or has applied some of these strategies and seen a natural boost, a natural uh, increase in their hormonal levels of testosterone will tell you, it's not just the physical body composition. You have a lot of mental and emotional benefits that go along with this. And I think it's an admirable goal for every man listening to this to say, yeah, there's room for improvement. And I'm all for a little better living through science. And there's a time and a place for bioidentical hormone replacement therapy of actually taking testosterone. It's not something I utilize in my practice, but I do refer out to it when, when that's appropriate. But these strategies that I'm going to cover in today's episode should be your first line of defense. This should be where everyone goes before you seek out testosterone injections or cream or you know uh, hormonal replacement therapy. You should address these foundational elements first 
One, because a lot of times you won't need the testosterone replacement therapy. If you apply these strategies, you'll see the boost you're looking for in a lot of these parameters. So that's one reason. Reason number two is you're going to get a lot of other health benefits from the practices I'm about to cover. These aren't just like strategies to you know, only focus on testosterone. This is going to help your immune system. This is going to help your sleep. Your, your entire life will be improved by applying the basic lifestyle changes, nutrition advice, and some key supplementation uh, that I'm about to cover. And, you know, it's just important to know your options. You know, a lot of people jump into hormone replacement therapy without understanding. After a certain length of time, you're really reliant on that. And your pituitary gland really signals uh, your body to stop producing its own levels of testosterone because you're getting this exogenous source. And if you do it for a few months, it's unlikely to run into any major issues if you get off of it. Uh, now, if you did it for a year or two, and then you try to get off of it, you're going to run into some potential problems. So always know that you're making a long-term commitment when you start on any hormone replacement therapy for the most part. There are some exceptions, of course, but it's always good to have informed consent. And I feel that's lacking in a lot of uh, you know, office visits when you're seeing your physician, you're seeing your practitioner to know what's going to be the right choice for you. All right, that's enough about the why and the, the reasoning. Now let's get into the brass tacks, the strategies. Number one on my list of strategies to naturally boost testosterone is sleep. You can't skip on sleep. If you did everything I'm about to cover on this really quite extensive list, but you weren't getting enough high quality sleep at night, your testosterone is going to suffer. Seven to nine hours of high quality sleep is likely the most important factor for hormonal optimization. There's no way around it. And so there's some strategies I cover uh, in prior episodes about sleep optimization. And if you search sleep, you'll be able to find those episodes. Um, but keeping the temperature uh, cool, you know, 60 to 68 degrees Fahrenheit is really ideal. Help you get into those deeper uh, stage three and stage four sleep. Um, deep sleep stage three is especially important for creating that anabolic recovery in the body and really ramping up growth hormone and testosterone. Sleeping naked is also very important for this. Um, although not required, I find it does help a lot of men and, and females as well for that matter. And so sleep cannot be underrated. You know, you got to prioritize sleep if you want to improve your hormonal health and your testosterone. Next up, resistance training and muscle mass. So lifting weights, but really any resistance training, even body weight exercises, cause your body to release more testosterone and really activate this system. It also facilitates the lean muscle growth, the, the growth of muscle mass, which is another very important factor for healthy testosterone. So it's almost like a catch 22, because if you have low muscle mass, you're likely to have low testosterone and gaining muscle mass is hard with low testosterone. So the point here is lift some heavy shit. Put, do some resistance training. It doesn't have to be free weights. While that's you know ideal in a lot of ways, you could use resistance bands. You could use body weight exercises. You could use kettlebells. You could use all sorts of different modalities. But just stimulating that muscle, um, you know, to to do some lifting, to do some resistance training is immensely important for this. And multitude of other benefits go into that. Next is going to be to burn excess body fat. The research is clear that the higher your body fat percentage the lower your testosterone. They are very closely correlated to each other because excess fat mass can really increase aromatase activity. And this aromatase activity converts testosterone into estrogen, which is a big problem. So you don't want to be super low. It's not like you're trying to go on stage for some you know, body composition 
contest uh, and, and actually getting down sub 5%, like a lot of uh, physique and bodybuilder competitors and fitness people will try and do is it's very unhealthy. Eight, 8% up until about 13 or 14% really seems to be the sweet spot. Extremely low levels of body fat will drop testosterone. So if you're hanging around four or 5%, it's not going to be the best. On the contrary, most people are in the 20 to 30% body fat range, and that is going to be a big problem as well. So really optimizing your body fat. And again, similar to the muscle mass, as you increase testosterone, this becomes easier and easier to maintain healthy levels of body fat. Next up on the list is probably my favorite topic in the world, and that is sensible sun exposure. Exposing as much of your skin as possible to the sun during solar noon. This is between about 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. Really exposing. Think of your body like a solar panel, taking as much of your clothes off as you can. And, you know, obviously don't break any laws, folks. For anywhere from 10 to 30 minutes, you know, some people can tolerate longer, some people shorter. This is a great way to boost vitamin D, to boost nitric oxide, and also to increase testosterone levels. And if you want to take this to the next level, suntan naked, you know, especially for you men out there, because the light spectrum from the sun has been shown to stimulate the latex cells in the testicles and boost testosterone, where, you know, a lot of the testosterone in our body is produced is, is right there in those latex cells. And so if you get some good full spectrum uh, infrared and also just regular sunlight, you know, there, there's a lot of infrared spectrums that do this. And that's why there's red light panels that, you know, people pay thousands of dollars for to stand in front of. And if you ask me, that is not nearly as good as sunshine. So just go outside. It's free. You don't have to pay thousands of dollars. Now, if you live somewhere in the harsh winter, there's a time and place where those devices can be helpful. Um, but most of us can get sunshine majority of the year. And there's going to be times in the winter where this may not be feasible, but I want anyone who wants to learn more about this, you know, on the topic of, of sensible sun exposure, how to optimize the benefits, sunscreen, sunglasses, and why those are nonsense. I want you to listen to my episode I did all on this topic of sensible sun exposure, because I went in depth. It's a, you know, 40, 45 minute deep, deep dive into everything you need to know about this. So search sun exposure, uh, on your podcast player or on YouTube, and you'll find that with my name, of course. If you just type sun exposure, my video is probably not going to be the top one. So if you're on my channel or if you're on my podcast feed and you search sun exposure, you'll find it. Moving on, nutrition is a key component as well for testosterone. And, you know, there's different ideologies here, but really eating a balanced macronutrient profile and, and not going into a severe a caloric deficit. Under consuming calories long-term will tank your testosterone. So eat nutrient-dense whole foods. That's the main point here. And then, you know, eat enough. Don't be in this major deficit all the time because then your body really does go into this famine state where testosterone is downregulated. Uh, also making sure that you're minimizing refined sugars, minimizing alcohol, and minimizing vegetable oils. Now I've talked at length of why that's important for your general health, but it's also important when it comes to testosterone. Now, I want to make a note here, though, on the refined sugars. Adequate carbohydrates are important for testosterone. I don't think a strict, you know, zero-carb ketogenic diet is going to be the way. That's definitely not the way. Um, but sugar and processed foods are not the source of carbs you want. Stick to sweet potatoes, carrots, beets, turnips, regular potatoes, whole fruits, white rice. These are the clean sources of carbohydrate that you're going to want. And, and not overdoing it. 
you know, you don't need to be eating two or 300 grams of carbohydrates to get your need. Um, you know, a, a small amount goes a long way. Next on the topic of nutrition is the importance of animal protein and animal foods in general. A lot of people underestimate the key benefits when it comes to saturated fats and cholesterol in the body, because that is the raw material, the precursor that our bodies need to really synthesize testosterone. So if you're taking cholesterol lowering drugs like statin drugs, if you're limiting your saturated fat intake and your animal food intake, your testosterone is definitely going to suffer. Uh, animal protein in, in particular is very important. Um, you know, things like wild caught fish, uh, shellfish like oysters, um, you know, pasture-raised eggs and poultry, grass-fed meats and organs. These are some of the best foods to support healthy testosterone and healthy, you know, a healthy body in general. Now, when it comes to your protein intake specifically, right around 0.6 to 0.8 grams per pound of body weight. So if you weigh 200 pounds, having your protein intake be somewhere around 120 to 160 grams per day. Um, so that could be 50 grams at breakfast, 50 grams at lunch, 50 grams at dinner, just to give you an arbitrary example. Uh, now, sourcing matters. Uh, a study found that when meat was replaced with soy protein uh, in men, testosterone and estrogen ratios massively decreased, meaning you do not want to be getting soy protein. Um, that should come as no shock for most people that understand nutrition due to some of the phytoestrogens and also because of the amino acid profile. So avoid soy-based products, you know, because of those phytoestrogens that can decrease testosterone and libido. Things like soybeans, tofu, soy milk, edamame, these are not foods you want to be consuming much of um, or any of at all for that matter. Um, so what are the top foods for boosting testosterone? It's going to be grass-fed uh, red meat grass-fed ruminants, things like beef, lamb, and bison, and their respective organ meats, liver, heart, kidney, as well as the muscle meat. That is top of the list. Uh, oysters are also up there, especially because of the bioavailable zinc and copper and all the micronutrients they possess. Uh, grass-fed butter and ghee is definitely towards the top of the list as well, due to the importance of saturated fat for healthy cholesterol, for testosterone synthesis, you know, having those raw materials on board. Uh, Pasture-raised organic eggs, one of the most nutritionally complete foods on the planet. And yes, whole eggs. You want that yolk, folks. Don't be skipping out and doing the stupid egg white thing. Uh, avocados and, and other monounsaturated fats are also very helpful. Things like extra virgin olive oil, avocados, those are great. Um, that's really going to be the top foods you want to stick to if you're looking to naturally support your testosterone through nutrition. And if you just want to eat well and have good nutrition, those are definitely nutrient-dense uh, good foods to be consuming on a regular basis. Next, we got hydration. Even just one to 2% dehydration can really raise cortisol levels and decrease testosterone. So stick to high quality filtered water and really aim to drink at least half your body weight in uh, pounds in ounces of water. So if you weigh, let's say 160 pounds, aim for at least 80 ounces of water throughout the course of the day. That's a general rule of thumb. Um, you could go a little higher, you could go a little lower depending on your activity and other variables. I've spoken at length on hydration and how much water you should drink in that episode I did not too long ago. Uh, so you could find that for more info there. Uh, moving forward, avoid chronic cardio. This comes as a surprise because many people think things like, you know, running marathons and, you know, doing triathlons and hitting all this exercise is great for you. But really this long endurance training is actually shown to lower testosterone and is not the healthiest sport. Um, which many people probably realize, but not everyone. 
Uh, so the, the best strategy to get your cardio in and actually boost testosterone is interval training, high intensity interval training, where you perform these short bursts of exercise anywhere from 20 to 30 seconds, followed by long recovery periods. That is going to be ideal along with low intensity cardio, which I would categorize as movement. Things like going for a walk, going for a nice hike. Um, these are great ways to burn fat and support your hormonal balance, but aren't going to be the same level of stressor as, you know, moderate intensity uh, endurance training. You know, that's real long, chronic, steady state cardio. Uh, and on that topic, really, one of the biggest points here as well, um, up there with sleep and all these things are obviously very important, would be stress management. Chronic stress leads to chronic cortisol, uh, and that disrupts your cortisol rhythms, and that really lowers testosterone production. So it's important you're implementing stress management practices, things like meditation, journaling, yoga, exercise, time in nature, community, many, many things out there that can help keep stress levels low so that you can really optimize your testosterone. Next up is cold thermogenesis. Love taking a cold shower, a nice cold plunge. That'll, that's a great way to boost testosterone. Um, intermittent fasting. Having a more compressed eating window throughout the day has also been very helpful because eating around the clock can have negative effects on your gut health and your hormones. So aim to have an eating window of around eight to 10 hours and try your best when it comes to intermittent fasting. I've talked about this in the past. Focus on eating an early dinner. So not having any food at least three to four hours before bed to really optimize the benefits of this. And then don't worry about fasting through the whole morning. Eat your first meal of the day whenever you get hungry, whether that's at 8 a.m. or 11 a.m. Everyone's different, but don't force yourself to fast till 2 p.m. if you're starving. That's not the way to do intermittent fasting successfully, in my opinion. Next is to keep your cell phone and your laptop away from your gonads. This is a, a obvious one for me because I've been deeply immersed in the topic of EMFs for many years now, but this may come as a surprise to some people, but wireless signals and the uh, non-ionizing radiation emitted from these devices are not good for your reproductive organs, folks. Uh, not good for your test, uh, testicles. Your testosterone production will take a hit. So aim to keep your phone on airplane mode when it's in your pockets. Uh, try and use like a pillow or a laptop stand to keep some distance between you and your computer. If you're working, uh, you know, on a chair or at a, at a, um, on the couch, obviously, if you're at a desk, that's a little bit different, but that's something that flies under the radar that I think is definitely important. Um, another one, this mainly is actually only applies to men is to have sex with your partner, but don't ejaculate too much. Frequent ejaculation has been shown to really drain the body's resources, your vital chi, your energy, as you know, it's referred to in ancient Chinese medicine. And so how often is ideal to blow your load? Depends on who you ask. Most experts think one to three times per week should be kind of the upper limit. Now, I don't think this is as big of a hard and fast rule. I think it depends on how you're achieving that. I think watching porn and masturbating frequently is a surefire way to decrease your testosterone and your quality of life, quite frankly, since it screws up all your neurotransmitters and can have pretty terrible effects in, in certain ways in your actual physiology. But, you know, that's something that, you know, if you're blowing your load every day, you might want to back off a little bit. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of other strategies to dive into there. I talk about in my men's health optimization program of, uh, you know, tips to still have sex and not blow your load. And also how that can really ramp up testosterone and improve your sexual performance substantially. So not going to do a deep dive on that today. 
Um, but definitely lots to learn on that topic. Uh, next up would be to steer clear of endocrine disrupting chemicals. Avoid putting your food and beverages in plastic, you know, because these uh, plastic containers like Tupperwares and plastic bags, they'll leach chemicals into your food. And a lot of these chemicals being endocrine disrupting uh, disrupt your endocrine system. And that's your hormonal system for anyone that's not familiar with that term. So these are not going to be good for your testosterone level. So, so choose personal care products and household cleaning products that don't have all these terrible chemicals. You know, the conventional options are mostly pretty awful for your body. Uh, so really aim to choose stuff that use more natural ingredients and don't have some of these things that are deleterious to your, to your health and to your hormonal system. Next, I'm going to say the type of fats you're eating has got to be reiterated because harmful fats are so toxic to your cell membranes and really induce so many health issues, including poor hormonal balance. So all your omega-6 industrial seed oils, that would be canola, soybeans, safflower, sunflower, corn oil, you know, the list goes on, grapeseed oil, all these are going to be great to avoid altogether and stick with grass-fed butter, grass-fed ghee, stick with uh, extra virgin olive oil, uh, avocados, pasture-raised eggs, high-quality animal fats. These are going to be the best source of fats for your body. Um, moving forward, move your body and avoid prolonged sitting. You know, the studies are clear that physical activity of all sorts is beneficial for boosting testosterone. So I already talked about the resistance training and the high intensity interval training, but I want to reiterate here, just don't sit on your ass all day, get up, move around in between meetings, go outside for five minutes, get some sun, do a set of pushups, come back in, get back to work. You know, mixing in these little triggers and these little breakup sessions of your sedentary time is going to be essential. Um, next up, this is a unique one. Enjoy a cup of coffee or tea before or after exercise. Caffeine has been shown to enhance testosterone boosting effects of exercise. Um, so having it before or after or both can actually be great. Just to be sure not to overdo it. Obviously, too much caffeine is not a good thing. So typically one to two eight ounce cups is ideal for most people. And many of you probably do this without realizing it's actually benefiting the testosterone boosting effects of your workout. So that's a little tidbit for you there. Next, I'm going to dive into some of the most important nutrients for boosting testosterone and getting enough of these essential vitamins and minerals through food alone can be challenging. You know, with our way our food is grown and the nutrient void crops that we have in today's, you know, agricultural system, it can be beneficial to supplement with many of these nutrients I'm about to rattle off um, because low levels of just one of these can certainly decrease testosterone. If you have low levels of multiple, it's, it's quite certainly going to cause some problems, not just with your hormones, but with other aspects of your health. And so these would be vitamin D, magnesium, zinc, boron, iodine, selenium, and creatine. And so you're probably thinking, well, gosh, Ryan, I'd prefer not to go buy eight different bottles of supplements to get all these things. A good quality, multiple vitamin, multiple mineral complex can definitely cover your bases with most of these, uh, actually all of these with the exception of creatine. Um, and I've spoken about my favorite option before. I'll link it up in the show notes. It is uh, made by Mother Earth Labs. And then it's a fantastic multivitamin and that's going to get you your vitamin D, your cofactors for vitamin D, like vitamin K2 and all the things I just rattled off on this list. It's going to have adequate amounts to really cover your bases and complement the amounts you're getting through your food. Um, moving forward from there, 
top herbs for boosting testosterone, libido, and sexual performance. Um, these ones are herbs I've used on and off throughout the years as I've experimented with some of these things. Um, and probably the top one I found to be most effective is called epimedium. And epimedium is commonly nicknamed horny goat weed. And this herb, when you get the proper preparation, the extraction is done correctly, it's at the right concentration as well as the right dosage, holy smokes are the benefits mind blowing in your libido, in your uh, performance physically in the gym when you're exercising in your sexual performance in terms of erection strength and longevity and just really enhancing uh, your sexual performance since it's a great vasodilator. Um, and a, a great alternative, I find a lot of uh, men uh, will use it instead of things like Cialis or Viagra, uh, which are more pharmaceutical based and prescription based a lot of times. These herbs can go a long way in providing those same types of benefits. So there's a few products I recommend to patients in my practice that use a combination of these, but a lot of them are adaptogens, things like ashwagandha, red ginseng, long jack, tribulus, uh, pine pollen. Um, I already mentioned the epimedium, which is definitely kind of rises to the top as far as one of my favorites. Um, and so that kind of wraps up some of the supplement side of things. I ended with the supplements because as I always talk about, the foundation is your lifestyle choices, your nutrition, your daily inputs, your environments. So that stuff needs to be prioritized first. The supplements are just the icing on the cake. I hope you found this information helpful. I know this was a little bit of a long episode, but there's a lot to cover. And I wanted to share a lot of the most potent strategies and tips I've found. This is both through research, through self-experimentation, as well as through clinical application and observations I've seen with men I work with one-on-one -on -one in my practice, as well as men I work with in my health optimization courses and programs that is really, really moves the needle for, for guys. Um, so ladies, if you're still with me on this episode, that's definitely more centered towards uh, a male listener. Share this along to a man in your life, uh, whether it be husband, boyfriend, brother, father, you know, friend, because they will benefit if they apply even just one or a few of the things I talked about in today's episode. And that's what I want to end on, folks. You don't have to do everything I just said. Yes, that would be ideal. That'd be perfect. But no one's perfect. No one's ideal. So why not try to start with a few? Start where you're at. You make progress from there. Add on a few new things as you progress. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you found it helpful, please share it along to anyone else you believe it can serve. You can submit your own question to be answered on the show by going to ryankennedyhealth.com forward slash podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review for the show. Your feedback helps to support me on my mission to positively impact as many people as possible with this information. Please note the information depicted in this episode is purely for informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional before making any changes to your lifestyle or routine.